Welcome to our podcast in Mindsight. This week we'll talk about Atomic Habits by James Clear. A uh, very interesting book in my opinion that I guess uh, also changed your life, Yasin. But before that, how has your week been? Are there any interesting persons, people, quotes, something you want to share with us? <laughs> yeah, for sure. This week's been really exciting uh, because I finally got accepted into an internship at an IT firm which I've been waiting for, you know, for I don't know how many months I've been dreaming <laughs> about this moment. Well, um, <laughs> then I guess you get something to celebrate. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I was I was ecstatic. And funnily <laughs> enough, uh, my mother was probably uh, happier than me. <laughs> she was ecstatic. <laughs> Very nice. And yeah, it, it was amazing. But, uh, but like, I... Like, what is that uh, IT firm doing? Oh. Yeah, they offer all kinds of like digital and, and web services and they're based in Lyon, France and have offices like all over the world in New York and Chicago and Germany and Very Romania nice. and whatnot. And yeah, I, I almost lost hope when I when I sent my application because I sent it like three weeks ago and, <laughs> you know, I was hoping for a response maybe one to two weeks um but i waited i waited and i didn't get a response oh, but so three I weeks is just, still okay i guess but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but i didn't know that you know <laughs> and i just started spamming those guys on facebook uh, because yeah. that's apparently like the only way you can reach them and i was just spamming them and just constantly asking you know when can we expect a confirmation email and at some point they just stopped responding <laughs> they saw my messages but they just stopped responding to me <laughs> so I, I don't thought, know okay, that those I, are like... i messed up those are like wrong vibes you're sending there maybe <laughs> yeah i know i know but i was like really the karen like... can i speak to the manager attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, it was nice nice, nice. congrats <clears throat> what will you like your Thanks, uh, what will like your uh, area of responsibility responsibility be there damn english come on <laughs> <laughs> um so this kind of internship program is a little bit different from like normal internships so it's not like you you go there and they just give you stuff to do and then you go home it's um more like a let's say mentorship program where i you could choose different different tracks or different technologies you want to learn or you know you regard as important and then there you have mentors who teach you, who give you like real life projects to work on and give you like homework and documentation to read and all that. So it's a mentorship slash internship program. Very it's nice. It's a very nice, uh, very, very interesting concept. And I, I can't wait for it to start. <laughs> How long will you work there? About three months. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot of time. Nice. And yeah, afterwards, yeah, you, you want to uh, start your studies? um yeah yeah probably which would be cool you know but that's just me daydreaming kind of is <laughs> to to you know maybe get like a remote junior entry-level job um mm -hmm. so you know maybe until summer the whole pandemic situation will uh, be a little bit more chill and you can actually you know travel a little bit so you know yeah, i can yeah. i can work remotely and simultaneously like oh. travel the world <laughs> that yeah. would be like that that's just that would a be daydream amazing. of mine that's just a great daydream as of now but well yeah. we'll see we'll see how it turns out i mean vaccination is ongoing can only yeah, get better we'll from see. now on hopefully
<laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. All Actually, right. because you said if there was maybe a person or a quote, a thought that I want to talk about, there actually is um, a quote or a, a thought I had this week, Go which ahead. you know isn't <laughs> particularly original or anything. Um, but I, I'll just read it to you. All right. I, I wrote down in my sort of notes that even if you're not sure if it's the right way, just give it your all. You will never regret that. And, you know, as you know, and as probably many people my age, our age, we don't exactly know what we actually want out of life mm. and where we actually want to go. And a sort of mindset shift that has helped me tremendously over the past few weeks is exactly that, that even if I'm not sure if it's the right way or if it's what I'm, you know, quote unquote supposed to do, I just, I just give it my all, give it 100%. And, you know, I will never regret that. I will never regret working hard for something. Whereas I will always regret not giving it my all. And I will then ask myself, what if I, I did more, you know? And it's just something that has really helped me. What okay. do you think about it? Okay. Like, like how, how did it help you? It just helped me in terms of, you know, when you have many options open and aren't quite mm. sure yet what you want to do, thinking that, okay, I, I would just choose one because, you know, I'm young. I would just choose one and I will, you know, give it my all and uh, really focus on becoming very good at it, for example. Um, mm -hmm. you know, with that sort of mindset, I will never re regret doing it, even if after maybe, you know, four years, I realize, okay, maybe it was the wrong choice for me. Maybe this isn't what I want to do, but I still gave it my all and I still mm -hmm. got, you know, amazing experiences from it and learned a ton from it. So I will never re regret that, you know, giving it my all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a nice thought. I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Cool, cool. All right. And you like Enough just came up with me. that or like <laughs> Yeah, those are just random kind of thoughts that pop into my head during the day. I just jot them down whenever <laughs> I can. I have like a Yeah, whole I list. mean you like started that gratitude journaling or any or is it like just a random thought you wrote down? It's really just random thoughts. I started it when I was I think it was before before 10th grade started or 11th grade started and like in the summer break i just started to do that because i read in some article that you know uh, all those entrepreneurs and high achievers do this and kind of uh, write down their thoughts <laughs> and notes and ideas you know no matter how stupid they might be and i i've more or less been doing it like since i have like immense lists of just random thoughts <laughs> or quotes that well, really resonate well. with me let's say that's a nice habit you have there <laughs> oh very nice introduction here yeah yeah transition <laughs> well uh, i think i think you wanted to ask me how my week has been like it's been yeah, full of learning yeah. and like my last exam was done done like on wednesday and now I like still have four days of holidays, three actually now, I guess, during, uh, until the next semester starts. So yeah, <laughs> we'll Great. see how that goes. <laughs> so like uh, here, short, rough, uh, 
short walkthrough through my week here in that sense but yeah <laughs> let's let's get to the topic of uh <laughs> yeah this week james clear's atomic habits <laughs> oh man well i love that book first of all like let's let's start with a question like before you read that book what did habits mean to you or like how did you think about habits <laughs> that's a good wow. that's a difficult question i i assume yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um okay i think because i i got into that whole self-improvement um kind of industry quite early um i i don't remember a time when i <laughs> i didn't remember a time when i didn't th think about habits the way i think about them now mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um there i think there's always been a kind of understanding that habits are kind of the building blocks of every type of success mm. you know and let's take let's say you know playing, playing the piano for example for me if i if i hadn't been doing it for like how much is it like 13 almost 14 years now i definitely wouldn't be at the point i'm now and i definitely wouldn't have had yeah quote unquote this success with playing the piano i've had and yeah you'd be at my spot now at the bottom <laughs> where where the slaves are residing <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly the pesky and, peasants <laughs> <laughs> all right and you know and retrospectively i realized that learning playing the piano wasn't at all like this major thing i i was one day realized i want to do or have to do and where i spent like 15 hours a day practicing or anything like that it was just okay i was kind of forced in some manner to go to you know piano lessons every week um so it was kind of an external system um, like school you know you can't exactly choose if you want to go or not yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. fo you're forced to go to school five days a week and with piano it was the same you know i'm i'm low-key forced to kind of go to piano <laughs> lessons and you know most of the time i enjoyed it but Your parents of are course, paying sometimes Damn. yeah exactly you know, the, all those <laughs> all those external factors that kind of force you to go there and to do it and you know as i said like 99% of the time I really enjoyed it but there were of course some times where I just um tried to think of an excuse not to go mm -hmm. <laughs> because I, I either I didn't practice or I just I just didn't feel like it yeah um, I, yeah you didn't feel like it you probably didn't <laughs> even look at your like uh, notes once yeah. there <laughs> yeah exactly so to answer your question finally um I think as I said I don't remember a time where I thought about sure. habits differently than i do now but my understanding of them definitely changed with reading atomic habits oh nice yeah i think that's also very much the case for me because like i really noticed the power of habits when i was like uh, studying all that new stuff after i finished high school like also picking up the piano and especially like learning Spanish with Duolingo. <laughs> it's yeah. not like a, you you do like a one-time investment of, I don't know, a week <laughs> and finally speak Spanish or can play the piano. It's like always those tiny investments you put in there. 
that gradually accumulate and like at the end of the process if there even is a end of the process you you can look back and see like oh damn <laughs> i i learned something i learned something new and after i read atomic habits everything like made perfect sense to me there <laughs> like how uh, wh why this uh, habit of spanish learning works out as well or maybe how you can even get yourself to do sports uh, more effectively and yeah <laughs> I, i i agree with you um on on that point uh, on that point of view like atomic habits maybe put everything you kind of uh intrinsically know and feel about habits into like a really nice framework there <laughs> at least yeah in for, my sure. Opinion. <laughs> for sure so i'd say let's define what atomic habits even are or what james clear means with atomic habits um he kind of says that atomic habits are like a collection of tiny easy habits that if you like do them collectively uh, if you accumulate them like collectively um they form your daily routine like he's basically saying um <laughs> your habits make up what you're doing your whole day because actually surprisingly enough like uh, there was some sort of study done i think 70 or 80 percent of what we're doing in our day is just like <laughs> based on habit and not on like more or less free will and decision power <laughs> yeah it's just like uh yeah whatever the system is we currently we are currently living in and then he's like saying um as i noticed as well just right now like all those tiny habits uh, accumulated over time like all those tiny changes um you make they they can like lead to a huge difference like <laughs> they he says like the habits are the compound interest of self improvement <laughs> <laughs> Or like yeah. uh, in his words now, like I, I also have a quote of him. An atomic habit is a little habit that is part of a larger system, like your daily routine, for example. Um, just as atoms are the building blocks of molecules, atomic habits are the building blocks of remarkable results. <laughs> yeah. Very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Should put that on, on like the wall. <laughs> so i can remind myself oh yeah yeah you Man. could like do some awesome artwork there and <laughs> kind of express a mistake it. there <laughs> yeah like an instagram um, post on your wall <laughs> <laughs> exactly hey man i you know obviously i read the book and all that but yeah. i have to be honest i while i completely like i i get that definition i understand it mm -hmm. and i know it to be true Man, it's so hard when you know you want to achieve <laughs> something remarkable and then to be kind of forced by the system of atomic habits to break it down into small portions that mm. feel like you're doing nothing. For example, let's, oh, yeah. say, <clears throat> let's say you want, want to get, I don't know, you want to look like The Rock and you have maybe never worked out in your life. So you start with, you know, doing maybe 10 push-ups a day and... It you know you do them maybe for a week because you're highly motivated because you think oh man I, I'm gonna look that, like the rock in two months, <laughs> which is you know completely unrealistic of course, um, but then you realize you know you don't exactly see any any progress mm -hmm. in two weeks or in one week <laughs> or even in, oh, in, yes. in four months you know, and 
then you get demotivated and you think that this is not going to work and uh, you think, okay, maybe my body's just not, not responding to exercise or whatever. And you're coming up with all those excuses and then continuing on with just those tiny habits that seem so ridiculous and <laughs> seem like they're never going to make any difference and they just rob you of your mental and physical energy. It's really hard to just keep going, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I know that feeling. It's like <laughs> all about patience, and when it comes to achieving something, I'm also very impatient. And like, what's even worse than what you just described, I'd say, would be um, like in the beginning of a of some interest. Like maybe you listen to classical music so much that you thought, oh yeah, let's start the piano. <laughs> I'm literally not talking about myself, no. <laughs> um, you want to start the piano and then at the beginning you're like super hyped and for two weeks you pull through two hours every week. Um, and then you like base the value of what you're doing only on like the amount of time you spend there and you kind of say yourself, okay, if I not do, do if I don't do two hours a day, then I'm not going to learn anything. I just drop it completely. Like that, I'd say is even worse than like uh, uh, um, um, taking up like those tiny atomic habits there, because like the principle of those is like that you stick to it for a long time. <laughs> it's like yeah. an investment in uh, the future, to say so. Like that's why he's saying like compound interest of self-improvement there like um that's like the secret of of the system but i completely also resonate with you that sticking to something for a long time and like having the results only maybe months or even years in the uh in the future that can be demotivating <laughs> but luckily yeah. like um james clear also provides us with several uh kind of techniques and little life hacks to make that process easier even <laughs> which you yeah, have probably yeah. also read yeah for sure we're gonna get into that but yeah man it, it's a really yeah it's just a a very simple concept in itself but you know to implement it in your life and to kind of truly stick with it over like years probably it's it's everything but easy man <laughs> especially if you're kind of as you said kind of impatient and kind of want to see results fast mm. and you know maybe you see i don't know you see your fellow um i don't know fellow physics student and you <laughs> see that maybe he has achieved the same thing you have achieved in only two months instead of four or whatever mm. you know it's it's very hard to just stop comparing, focus on yourself and do those little things <laughs> oh, yes. consistently, uh, you know, preferably on a daily basis and be aware that you're probably not going to see any results <laughs> in the first like six to seven months. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, I, I can, okay, I can actually give you a real life example uh, which has been quite recent and of course it's about mm -hmm. programming oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the first like four to five months i i literally felt like i'm not making any progress i'm just wasting my time like i i felt like i you know i i learned stuff and i took notes and i made projects and all that but for some reason i just felt like i'm just as stupid as i i was before 
<laughs> and for <laughs> some reason, I'm not making any progress. Um, but, you know, I thought, okay, I have this year, you know, what else am I going to do? I'm just going to keep pushing and maybe someday I will start to understand this stuff. And then suddenly, like seven months into it or six months into it, I realized, okay, suddenly I start to understand like everything. Or at least <laughs> I, I feel like I've collected enough thoughts to yeah, collect. Um, enlightenment. Yeah, enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was really a moment of, why was I struggling with this? Like, this is so easy. <laughs> and <laughs> it it was just an, another a perfect example of exactly this concept that maybe for the first few months and, you know, depending on how large your goal is, maybe even for the first few years, you're not going to see any results and you're just going to think, okay, I'm, I must be completely crazy to think that I'm actually going to achieve something uh, <laughs> with doing like 10 minutes on Duolingo every day, hmm. <laughs> whatever. Damn, that But stuff adds up though. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'd say I'm quite good at Spanish already, like at understanding at least. Talking, not that much because I'm not that much <laughs> interacting with other Spanish-speaking people. But yeah, yeah it, it adds up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a short thought on that topic um, is like... Um, if you, I, I don't know. I think it's also from a book. I don't know whether it's also atomic habits. Um, like there's a saying: if you really want to master something, you have to stick to it for ten years. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> And you can't get that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's kind of true. I mean, when you look at your piano skills, for example. Mm. Or I yeah, guess math skills or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 10 years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, and I'm then there's like this other other saying I'm seeking to, I think, oh, my gosh, my gosh, I guess it's uh, from Ali Abdal again. <laughs> if you, like, um, if you take up a new habit, more or less, then you got to stick to it for one year. And afterwards, you can decide whether you will continue it or whether it's just shitty because um, it's easy to give up in the middle of the process. Uh, as you said, with like also atomic habits um, after half a year when there's still not not any significant progress, <laughs> then it's hard to give up. But like with that one year rule, more or less, you kind of have enough time to make at least some progress and based on that can decide whether you want to stick on it or uh, stick to it or whether it was just a waste of time and you want to like get get another habit in place of the this one <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but what i also think is that there are certainly kind of universal habits that no matter who implements them they're never gonna regret it like of course yeah exercise, okay okay what, what would you consider yeah. as <laughs> As uh, like that universal habit, what would you consider that? Yeah, as I said, so exercise, okay, like, yeah. exercising. No, nobody's going to regret that they exercised <laughs> or started young. You know, exercising, mm -hmm. um, reading. Of course, nobody, nobody's going to regret uh, reading books and maybe you know taking notes and reading kind of the self improvement literature or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever other thing. You know, or, there's like actually that concept of keystone habits. I think they're called. Like very significant yeah. habits with whom you should definitely start out, like as you said, exercising or reading, because positive 
like the positive change from that field from example from example from exercising is like setting in motion a huge avalanche of other habits that will follow it other positive habits because like if you're exercising then you'll start to read about uh healthy uh nutrition and what's like good for your body and whatnot and then you start healthy cooking and because you started uh, reading about that stuff you also started reading about other self-improvement like <laughs> it's always yeah, uh, exactly. like good to start with, out with those universal habits as you called them i guess yeah that's what i'm trying to do you know thinking that i have still like i don't know eight months kind of left uh, until like the semester starts until I, <laughs> i will start to finally go to university um oh, well, and thinking okay i really want to focus on <laughs> <laughs> i really want to focus on kind of these keystone habits and make sure that i you know they're a already pretty much implemented in my life so i don't mm. have to you know waste energy during my studies to keep exercising or to keep eating healthy or whatever of mm. course okay eating healthy may be a bit harder when you're a student <laughs> oh no, actually gonna... like my what i did like before i moved out was like creating a meal plan like a meal planner with stuff i like and which is healthy yeah and then whenever i go like like that meal planner is like in notion by the way uh, best uh, productivity up <laughs> out there more or less um it like lets you select Uh, each day of the week what you want to eat and like uh, you have to create that uh, meal in advance like all the ingredients and stuff and then like when it comes to the next week for example it spits out all the ingredients you have to buy and then when nice. you go to the supermarket you don't buy any unhealthy stuff you just look at your shopping list based on what you want to eat that week and like damn nice. <laughs> i guess that improved my 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 health <laughs> uh, much more than like the average pizza pasta student <laughs> <laughs> for sure would have done i think oh man i think i'm gonna be the average pizza pasta student <laughs> just because i love <laughs> i love pizza and pasta and i want to you know gain weight and all that yeah all right but then make it yourself or i don't know <laughs> sure no of course and not course. like order no, I, i don't like to buy that stuff. also cheaper to <laughs> not yeah, order yeah, every definitely. week But yeah, back to habits, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting hungry. <laughs> uh, no, I just like had uh, more or less lunch, <laughs> to say so. <laughs> Even though it's lunch 11 in the morning. like 10 a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, 11 in the morning. Yeah, I guess. Okay, sure. Let, let's true. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Like, like where were we stuck at right now? We were at healthy eating, keystone habits, universal habits. Yeah, I think we were just talking about how important that is, you know, impl implementing those habits and all that. Ah, yeah, you were telling what you you wanted to like implement uh, implement all your habits before you go to university. That's what you. Oh were, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, I was just I was just saying that I want to implement those keystone habits, you know, like mm. exercising, maybe uh, meal prepping and reading yeah, and taking notes and all that. Just habits I know that one hundred percent. Are really important, really mm. good for me, and just try to implement them uh, in those eight months I have left, so that when I start university, they're already, yo, know, they're already solid. pretty much a part of my <laughs> life. They're pretty much solid, yeah. Very nice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess just don't forget uh, that you also can improve your habits when you are already in university. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Also. 
what I just noticed is that we like were until now talking about how we can implement new habits, whereas it's oftentimes even more productive to get rid of old bad habits. <laughs> For sure. Do you like have any example of a bad habit in your life <laughs> that you are working to get rid of right now? Oh man, in my personal life. Shit, I don't know if I want to get personal. Wait, let me think. Um, okay, there are, I think there are two, like, bad habits I'm really trying to get rid of, again, uh, at least before university starts. Mm. And for one of them, I made more effort because I, I, I tried to focus, you know, one at a time which is also hard for me <laughs> because I'm I'm really impatient when it comes to that stuff. But what I did is I uh, asked a friend to, you know, I, I just I just thought, hey, look, I, I want to get rid of that bad habit. And every time I do it, I will send you five bucks via PayPal. Oh, it's a, <laughs> how, how's it called again? It's like a, a accountability, accountability partner. partner. Yeah, also a concept in uh, Atomic Habits. <laughs> yeah and yeah i i just told uh, i just told a friend you know I, i'm just gonna give you five bucks every time mm. i do it and there i i just have to rely on me being honest <laughs> and how, know, how much money have you already lost <laughs> ten ten bucks oh <laughs> ten yeah, bucks. That's, that's but okay. but that's ten nice. but ten bucks in like the last month so it's, right. it's okay i guess For, yeah, you don't have to like uh, implement an additional condition there. He has to invest that money. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, do something useful with it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for example, that's a that's a a good way to kind of get rid of a habit, and mm. you know to because it's also a good I way to stick to a habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I noticed that I when I'm when I'm just doing it for myself either implementing a good habit or getting rid of a bad one i <laughs> it sounds weird but i don't really care that much um when i'm just doing it for myself but when i know okay mm -hmm. there's some external system or external person that kind of relies <laughs> on me yeah or well, a supervisor mm -hmm. accountability partner suddenly i'm much more uh, disciplined and much more motivated to actually you know keep the straight going yeah yeah <laughs> awesome very nice yeah for me i'd say it's more or less like what i want to get rid of is like phone addiction or like youtube addiction more or less <laughs> i think like when the semester starts again there won't be time for that anyways anymore so <laughs> might as well enjoy the last three days <laughs> yeah even though i But should start it Right, okay, no. how do you define yeah. phone addiction? Because I, I think your definition of phone addiction may be quite different from other people's definition of it. I guess there's like a formal definition there, but I don't remember that one. Um, I don't know. Like for me, it's like I don't want to spend more than an hour each day like uselessly at my phone. Like uselessly in the sense of uh, watching YouTube, even though I'm like... Okay, more or less watching educational stuff. But yeah, I just want to get away, away from my phone a bit more. I want to spend it with reading or going outside doing sports and stuff. And so I kind of set myself the limit of one hour of phone time or like of uh, non-productive phone, phone time in the sense of 
yeah, you, watching YouTube or scrolling through Instagram. And yeah, also got an app for that to supervise yeah, that more right. or less. <laughs> but how, okay, how many hours would you say would be your current phone time when you're addicted? Oh, I guess I can. <laughs> or when you have time to spare, <laughs> you know? Oh, damn, like the week when I started out with that, I think that's still in the app. Wait a second, I have to open it up. Um, so like for comparison, um, damn, come on. <laughs> okay. Okay, like when I started out, when I noticed, damn, I should spend less time on my phone. That was like in last year, December or something. Like my seven day average usage, usage time was four and a half hours. <laughs> Four and a half hours. Yeah, but I guess days. it was also holidays. Yeah, but hmm? okay, but that was quite a lot. Four and a half hours. Okay. <laughs> and now at the moment, you know, the funny thing is, I I know people who spend like six hours per day, <laughs> and they think, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's not all too much. And you're like, okay, yeah, man, man, four and a half hours in seven days is pretty. That's that's but, that's much. Like like if you if you <laughs> no like if you some if I continued like that for a whole year, that's like more than a sixth of my year. What is a sixth of my year? That's that those are two months I completely spent on my phone of my whole year. Yeah. If you think about it that way, damn, that's like so yeah, much. Yeah, sure. Two months of my whole year. That twenty percent about or sixteen percent or something. Of yeah. my whole year, which I could have used, I don't know, reading, writing blog posts or <laughs> just thinking about it makes me crazy. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, holidays and stuff, chilling out, I'm like at around one and a half hours now. And yeah, <laughs> obviously you could reduce it a little further. All right. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. actually funny. I, I think, I, look, I, I completely, I, like, I get it. But as I said, I know people just spend a tremendous amount of uh, time on their phone per mm. day um maybe double what you spend in a week per day <laughs> and they're like yeah it, it's fine i mean it's it's a bit much but it's still okay you know I, i'm in control <laughs> but then you look at their phone <laughs> yeah. time and it's like eight hours per day and you're like okay man <laughs> how no but damn like if you can't leave your house anymore without your phone in your pocket then i don't know i guess that's an addiction and like yeah like if you spend two months of pure lifetime in your year <laughs> just on your phone i'd say that's an addiction like clearly yeah, that must sure. be an addiction for like sure. unless you're like i don't know ceo of spacex and have to <laughs> i don't know have fo do phone calls all day long then well <laughs> i guess it's acceptable but like i'm I'm talking about non-productive phone time here <laughs> yeah oh my ah, damn damn yeah <laughs> I mean, just think about it. That's so much time. <laughs> so much waste. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, and something like that I want to like get in, in place a little more. Like That's what I, uh, I talked about um, earlier, like when we got into, uh, when I introduced uh, us like to bad habits here. Um, it's often easier to get rid of a bad habit, which is taking up a tremendous amount of time and space in your life which in turn will make like space for new habits which you can implement easier in your life then. like more reading more exercising yeah. blog post writing or whatever and it's often easier to like get rid of old and uh, stupid and bad habits instead <laughs> of like trying to push 
new habits like into some kind of free slot in your life there yeah yeah for sure i don't know though if it's easier i think getting rid of a bad habit makes it easier to implement a good habit mm. that's for sure but in and itself getting rid of a bad habit may be even harder than implementing a good habit because yeah, the bad habit may yeah. may exist for i don't know how many years and it's right, yeah. so ingrained <laughs> in your personality that you're thinking like okay damn how am i ever gonna get rid of it like smoking or you know drinking mm. alcohol or or even maybe extensive phone time you know those things are usually done over a long period of time yes. usually many years and then getting rid of them is pretty hard definitely like james clear has also been writing about like the process of a habit there like it starts out with a cue um and like with three other steps i don't remember right now because i didn't write them down <laughs> stupid <laughs> preparation <here. laughs> um and like that cue um will always trigger a re response in you like if you have adapted a habit uh before like every time like example for example whenever you're stressed out you like want to smoke a cigarette like even yeah. if you stopped um stopped smoking like two years ago that cue like uh, when you're stressed for example or like when you i don't know when would you smoke like when <laughs> when you go home from work then that cue will always like trigger like this instinctive response of oh i could grab a cigarette now <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's the hard part of getting rid of it. And um, James Clear writes about like a quote from him is like uh, right now, um, environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. And so, like he says, we have to get rid of uh, those negative cues. <laughs> we have to shape our environment, which in turn shapes us ourselves in that sense to yeah, get rid of smoking that's sure. why it's for example easier to uh stop smoking when you move to a new town because like there is a new environment those old cues are gone and yeah <laughs> it's always that's why you like uh i don't know cut your hair when you break up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and and <laughs> and What about yes, and why is your hair though? so short? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, funny. No, no. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking about bald people. You know, what do do they do? They probably just paint their their head <laughs> in a different color. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> suddenly they have a, like a oh, red no. hat, and everybody knows that they've had a had a breakup. Um, I actually wanted to say something um, about. Yeah, about smoking, right? Uh, I've mm. actually read or heard it somewhere that when you ask people who have smoked for like 20 years and you ask them, you know, why do you even smoke? Like, do you enjoy, I don't know, the taste or, you know, just the feeling of being cool and, you know, being around the street corner smoking <laughs> or whatever? When you smoke and 20 years, then you're probably already like 40 or something. <laughs> Yeah. what a cool and boy there damn <laughs> 40 years old smoking at the corner <laughs> yeah and they, no, they sorry, were just asking ahead. those people you know um what do you actually enjoy about smoking and when those people mm. were thinking about it you know consciously okay what do i actually like about it? why why do i smoke they realized they don't like the taste of it 
they don't like the feeling it gives them um they or they don't even have any feeling at all like they feel uh, when they stress they have to smoke to calm down but they realize okay smoking doesn't actually help uh because they're so used to it by now that it doesn't actually make a difference it's just a bad habit and it's funny enough people who have who think about it consciously and think okay why do i actually smoke do i enjoy it do i like the taste or whatever those people usually realize okay i don't need smoking in my life like it's a it's a waste of time and money and uh, i'm fucking up my health so why would i continue it and those people usually have a much easier time to get rid of smoking rather than those people who don't even think about it don't even care mm-hmm. to kind of figure out why they smoke maybe why they started and why they keep going so i think at the base of of getting rid of a bad habit is always to kind of consciously think about it and realize okay why do i smoke or why do i drink so much alcohol and get drunk every weekend or whatever and actually think about the reasons and about maybe the triggers that get you to do that and when you have those and realize what it is that makes you drink or smoke you can much easier find ways to kind of stop it does that make sense yeah no well that's very nice yes um actually like that fits quite well what james clear says about um how you can change your behavior like if you want i can give you a short introduction to that um he says like um there are three different layers to how we can change our behavior we can change it on the layer of outcomes uh, meaning like what what we want to achieve we can change it on a layers of processes like uh, our habits or we can change it on a layer of our identity um, meaning which uh, we what we want to become like uh, quote unquote here um, with outcome based habits the focus is on what you want to achieve with identity based habits the focus is on who you wish to become and he's saying like basically if you want to make a meaningful change and one that's long lasting then fucking figure out your identity (laughs) and who you are and who you wish to become and like what's actually important in your life and from there on build your processes like your habits um like your daily routine like your all your atomic habits and the outcome is only like secondary like don't focus on what you like achieve right now just focus on maybe what will be in the future like who you will be and the outcome is like maybe a secondary thing to that yeah so like success is a product of daily habits not a once in a lifetime transformation exactly (laughs) kind of bad yeah figure out (laughs) who you are and that's like maybe what you just said like that self-reflection is like leading to um determining your own identity and also in smoking like do I really need that? Why do I do that? And stuff. And from there on, you can like ask yourself further. Okay, what are the cues in my environment that probably lead me to smoking, for example? But by the way, we are not experts on like smoking addiction or any other addi- addiction. You might want to ask <laughs> no. and have, uh, like a real psychologist there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he has like also like four laws of behavior he calls them which um leads us to build better habits or like 
um, also in their negative form, like makes us get rid of bad habits. And he says like, um, it's important to make a habit obvious, to make it attractive, to make it easy and to make it satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's take an example of that. Let's say you, you want to, you want to run every morning for two kilometers. Yeah. How, how would I go into that? Well, yeah. um, in that sense, I want to, first of all, um, I guess make it easy in the sense of, okay, every evening before, uh, before I go to bed, I lay down my shoes, my running shoes and my equipment and my, I don't know, watch or whatever equipment I have, um, next to my bed. <laughs> and that's already making it easier because, um, I don't have to go to my closet and uh, grab it. It second of all makes it also obvious because you need like that cue, that priming in your environment that leads you to to start out that habit. Because often enough, also I catch myself doing that. I, I get up out of bed and I don't even think about that. I should I don't know do ten push-ups or whatever. <laughs> and. Yeah. Yeah, that's like making it obvious and it's making it easier. Um, then you could do something that makes it more attractive even, like some kind of reward system or like um, a kind of planner where you cross out every day uh, that you've been running and like you want to keep up the streak that makes it uh, attractive <laughs> and also like kind of satisfying in that sense. Yeah, that's kind of how you sure. could do it, I guess. Sure. And maybe, you know, th that may be counterproductive, but I'm, I'm just taking an extreme example here uh, <laughs> for make it make it satisfying. Mm. Could be that, you know, after you run, <laughs> you allow yourself to eat a piece of cake <laughs> or uh, whatever, you know. Do it. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah. Also, what you know, could that, make it easier is like make it really a tiny atomic habit in the sense of, OK, I will just run around the block and not 10 kilometers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then i eat a piece of cake <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i binge watch netflix <laughs> ah what a reward yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah probably probably doesn't do much but yeah yeah exactly that would be the full loss of behavior change which again if i'm quite honest sometimes it's quite hard to figure out the um, make it attractive part mm. <laughs> because <laughs> let's take running you know running in itself isn't particularly attractive uh, in 6 a.m in the morning or you know even i don't know if you say okay every time i take a break from you know from studying i would do five push-ups or whatever and when your brain is like melted from studying, you're just tired and hungry. <laughs> Doing push uh, five push-ups is everything but attractive. Nuclear meltdown. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. I think I think that's the part I personally struggle with the most, and probably most mm -hmm. people are, to really make it attractive. Yeah, and even even if you find a sort of reward or system that makes it attractive for the first few weeks, after some time you kind of get used to it, and you have to find something new to make it attractive again because your brain gets oh, yes. used to the reward and to to the whole system yeah. so, he's also yeah. been writing about that um like in my notes that's quite a way down he's been writing about the goldilocks rule if you have heard about that. oh yeah 
<laughs> it's kind of saying that you have to always operate at that border between too easy and boring and too difficult and failing <laughs> a task yeah. kind of there's this like sweet spot in between where you where a task is like just i don't know the exact percentage like just three percent above my current level <laughs> that uh in in this zone i can i'm like uh i really have to put my whole mind my whole body or whatever to it and therefore it becomes kind of attractive if it becomes interesting it's not boring but it's also not too difficult so that i'm failing and losing interest because of that it's like the goldilocks zone is that's called yeah, and yeah exactly yeah if you kind of figure out a way on how to do that in your uh, with your habits with running or whatever <laughs> then damn you will nail that thing i guess <laughs> if you're really interested <laughs> you will become the next david goggins mm. and running ultra math marathons and with broken ankles <laughs> yeah but like what's let's let's take my spanish learning for example like what's keeping me up to the task for it i think i have like a uh, or like what what's keeping me at continuing doing spanish for like almost a year on duolingo right <laughs> it's kind of i guess the system they implemented there in the app where you have like that rank thing there <laughs> yeah. in different leagues where you have to like constantly do something <laughs> And like the more important thing for me even is kind of the uh, streak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, yes. a streak where, where it tells you like how many days uh, in a row you've been learning with Duolingo where you've been <laughs> completing a lesson. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I want to, I want to, like my overall goal is like to have a streak of 365 days. <laughs> Which I, is I think like, you're pretty yeah, close, aren't you? <laughs> I think. And... How, yeah, how many, kind of that's how keeping many me in? Con, uh, how, is the, how is it called? Convicted? Con oh, oh, wait. I can uh, look it up quickly. Let me see. Um, 283. <laughs> oh, okay. So still a, a like pretty long way to go. Two, two and a half months left. Two and a half months. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. I, I I guess I want to also like have that one year streak to write a blog post about it and saying like, oh, what's the pro uh, benefits of Duolingo, <laughs> disadvantages? Of yeah. it? I've been using it for a year. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> <laughs> and so put a screenshot of your you know three hundred sixty five days. Yeah, streak. that's that's the plan. You that's that the plan. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, actually related to Duolingo, I. I don't know if, if that's necessarily my idea. I think I think James Clear talks about it in Atomic Habits as in, was it the five-second rule or something like that? Two-minute rule. Where he I says think. that, or two-minute rule or something like that, where he says that, um, especially at the beginning, like make your habits so, so easy to do that you can do them in like two minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that they, you know, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Really like here, I have, the, I have the actual quote here. Like the two-minute oh, rule states when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what, as I said, and we both are pretty impatient when it comes to that stuff. So starting, oh, yes. you know, on Duolingo, <laughs> uh, you can, you can like set your 
your daily goal and you know how many like uh how is it experience points or whatever yes. you want to you want to gain and i think right now it's like around 80 for me per day mm-hmm. uh, but the last few days uh because i've been quite busy with a lot of zoom calls and all that and <laughs> usually i get a reminder from Duolingo at like 11 uh, at night <laughs> that i still have to do a lesson um mm. what i have kind of implemented and what i think is similar to the two minute minute rule is that you have a fallback habit yes and i just call it fallback habit i'm just gonna put my patent on it so you know <laughs> but, um what it basically means is that if you know if everything doesn't work out or if your day is so busy or you're extremely tired or unmotivated or whatever you just create a fallback habit for those situations that you know you absolutely can do and this you know this mm. it, it would be ridiculous not that to do would it. be like in duolingo and complete one lesson because that's probably exactly only just takes one lesson three minutes or something <laughs> yeah or even oh. less you know if you're if you're fast and just just one lesson doesn't matter which one just do one lesson you can keep up the streak mm. and and you feel good about yourself or if it's about working out you know you can say okay usually i have my uh, full body workout for every weekday um but man today i'm so tired and just unmotivated <laughs> i i just do one push-up that's all you know? <laughs> well <laughs> and it, it would be so ridiculous of if, you, if you couldn't do that mm. um but it's sort of the fallback habit and it enables you to keep your streak sort of in whatever habit you try to implement and sort of get those reps in, you know, and get you used, uh, your brain used to doing those things on a daily basis. Yes, definitely. Persistence is king. <laughs> do, do you like, have something like that? Like fallback oh, habits? Yeah, I guess for Duolingo, it's also that way for me and, um, Usually I like do 100 XP a day or XPs or whatever you call it. Um, And whenever it doesn't work out, I like to do the bare minimum to just keep the streak alive. Like that's also like Duolingo is very optimized for keeping that habit going. Um, Yeah, for sure. I'd say, yeah, I I also have something like that. Um, I'm just thinking about are there any other areas of my life where I implemented that? I guess the push-up stuff, <laughs> just do, I don't know, five or ten a day, something like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, what I also, like, implemented is, like, the reading uh, e- each evening. <laughs> when a book is really interesting, then, I I don't know, I can read three chapters each evening or whatever. And, like, when I'm just really tired, then I just, like, say myself, okay read a chapter or half a chapter and just do something then you have a, can you like also sleep with peace in mind and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah your mind in peace whatever <laughs> yeah what what james clear is saying about that uh, thing is like okay it's it's okay to let life get in the way once but like quote here never miss twice if you miss one day try to get back on track as quickly as possible like if you make yeah. that as also as an additional principle to your fallback habit, because sometimes, okay, shit, your phone battery is empty and it's already, I don't know, <laughs> 10 p.m. Might be difficult to do complete a Duolingo lesson, but never miss twice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But honestly, 
um i've noticed that when i when i miss once i'm very very likely to to miss twice which is why mm. i just don't allow myself to do it again uh like i i had like a 60 i don't know 63 streak on duolingo in like january and yeah. then i just missed a day and then i missed a month <laughs> oh no <laughs> and, Oh yeah, I just missed a day. I just missed a month. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and awesome. Yeah, I've noticed Matt. that once I I lose my streak, where I I don't do something that mm. I very, especially in the beginning phases. I think I'm not sure if James Clear said it. I think it was an other article I read that stated that when you, especially in the kind of the beginning phases of building or implementing a habit, which is usually usually many people say it's like. Um, 20 something days or 60 something yeah. days or 90 something days whatever eight days or something yeah, there are all yeah. kind of different numbers being th thrown around mm. um, but let, let's say for the first like two to three months of implementing a new habit you definitely shouldn't allow yourself to miss not yeah. even one day yeah. because that's when your brain tries to get used to the, that new habit and be like okay uh, we've been doing it for two or three months consistently that means it's important and that means i have to do it and if i don't uh, there's going to be punishment or whatever <laughs> five dollars um, yeah the duolingo bird is gonna come for us damn that um, bird is so aggressive <laughs> yeah it's really annoying oh, it's, it's really annoying like uh, oh yeah like funny story i think i sent you also the screenshot um there was like one lesson in Duolingo called uh, Hospital, like hospital in oh, Spanish. Yeah. And yeah. like then a pop up like turned up at the, in the evening when I did not complete a <laughs> lesson yet, and it said like, "Oh yeah, let's complete a lesson in hospital." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was funny. Oh man. Yeah. You know what I'm like, thinking right now uh because we we talked about uh kind of the system behind duolingo and all that mm. it would actually be quite fun to program a a sort of like website or like a mini notion or mini anki or whatever for mm -hmm. studying you know where you okay for example I, i'm not quite sure how you how you would like how you'd like um test if you've actually done your studying you know and put it in sort of an external system but it would be fun you know, to kind of program something that uh rewards you every time you study <laughs> or every day you study and every time you like don't study at all it automatically takes like 10 bucks from your bank account <laughs> oh damn i don't know <laughs> you know uh, one programming bug and you're like <laughs> lost all your money you broke <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's true this, this is gonna have to be yeah. a lot of testing yeah but still, i mean but you could make that, that an anki plugin by the way anki is like a flashcard app where you can where lots of medicine students are using it for space repetition and all those fancy learning yeah, not only yeah, yeah I think well, i'm also used for every subject yeah yeah and you could like write an anki plugin <laughs> because like there's already a plugin that's showing you an overview of how many days you study like it's you yeah. i guess you could write a plugin there that <laughs> you can connect your bank <laughs> account to <laughs> oh, man. oh damn I that seems so shady like if that uh, if that would be uh, if that was like a google uh, play app that would be so shady 
Yes. Yeah, Give true. us your bank information. <laughs> I think people would hate me. Just just imagine if I I would take if I would program like like this whole thing so that every time they they miss a day of studying, I actually mm. get the money. <laughs> so for <laughs> no like that nobody would sign up for that. You have to like uh, connect it to I don't know. Uh donating 90% to the money to charity and or a good cause yeah, <laughs> and like 10% of me. the money you take yourself <laughs> oh yeah that would actually be a quite quite an interesting business model man I, i'm gonna think about it maybe no, wait, in a few like, months I'm no not to charity like... you should, we should donate or like you should donate that money to some kind of learning related uh, business thing i don't know <laughs> some kind yeah. of society that wants to improve i don't know the quality of teaching in the USA <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah sure would be actually, be yeah it would be actually quite quite cool <laughs> that, but as you said a little bit shady and I don't think many or people like you actually could, do it or like you could make it more or less uh, accountability partner wise where you can like sign up with one of your friends Oh, okay, and you transfer the mm. money to... Or you could do it person. alone and like the money gets donated to charity. <laughs> mm -hmm. that yeah, that would yeah. actually be quite fun. By the way, guys, you didn't hear anything. <laughs> the business idea is like, we already have a... Or you have a patent or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I have a patent. Let's just, let's just pretend I do. Mm. <laughs> so nobody steals it. Yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. <laughs> Too bad anyway, let let's talk about something we haven't talked about yet yes. when it comes to habits, uh, because we we talked about of sort of systems and uh, consistency and the followers of behavior change and mm. uh, habit cues and all that, but let's talk about kind of the dark sides, the dark of, sides of, of the internet. <laughs> of, of the Come internet. to the dark yeah, side. We have cookies. <laughs> um, yeah let's just talk about so sort of downsides of habits or you know n negative ways in which you can implement habits yeah i guess like first of all everything we talked about when it comes to good habits like when it comes to implementing good habits if you do that with a negative habit <laughs> then that one sticks as well <laughs> so you kind of okay have to sure. more or less get aware of your Daily habits, which ones are good, which ones are bad, like phone consumption, I don't know. Um, and like maybe, I don't, I don't know, I guess the most important point is like whenever we implement something in your life, it kind of gets important for us. And when we implement a habit like playing the piano into our lives um, and we really are committed to it uh, after one or two years, And then in a car accident, we lose our right arm. <laughs> <laughs> Why not the left? I don't know. <laughs> left hand is just uh, the, I don't know, sure. accompaniment or however that's called. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right hand is, yeah. is bad. Yeah, no. go on. Um, you, lose, you lose your right arm. Then you find yourself in a like difficult situation in that sense <laughs> because a significant part of your identity was made up by that habit of playing the piano for example and like quote unquote um 
James Cleary, um, the tighter we cling to an identity, the harder it becomes to grow beyond it. And it's, yeah, yeah. once you once you adapt it, that, it's hard to get rid of it again. <laughs> or For sure. Of the attachment. That's why you need stoicism. If you haven't checked out our episode about stoicism, please check out our episode about stoicism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, no. um, yeah, yeah, for At sure. Time. I think that identity thing can definitely be dangerous if you attach yourself too much to... Maybe let's say you work at a great company and your whole identity is based around that, around working at, I don't know, Google, for example, and that's kind of your whole identity mm. and that's all all about you. And once you get fired or maybe, I don't know, or or you resign or whatever, then suddenly you stand there and have basically no identity because all about you is gone so yeah can definitely yeah can definitely other, relate to that other than that i'd say um what also james clear wrote about um like i i guess i can just read his quote here um the upside of habits is that we can do things without thinking or like without effort i guess without much effort and the downside is that we stop paying attention to the little errors oh yeah <laughs> for sure yeah yeah i i think that that exactly that's the dangerous part about habits that you do them and as you said you you stop really thinking about them but it also leads to you being a bit lazy in that aspect and sort of uh, looking over little errors or mistakes mm. or let's say you want to work out and suddenly or your push-up uh, technique isn't as good as it could be or as it should be and you're just looking over it and think yeah it's, it's a habit i'm, I'm just going to do five push-ups no matter how terrible yeah, my technique is that might is. be like also a problem with the system you're using there of tracking your habit because if it's just doing five push-ups then you you will find ways to cheat you will just yeah. i don't know do knee push-ups or <laughs> those are still considered <laughs> yeah, push-ups exactly. yeah? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's i i, I would take the example with uh, piano playing again because you know you can you can play the piano for 13 years and you know still be pretty shitty at it uh, <laughs> when you don't focus on actually improving your technique and improving your understanding of uh, classical music and how oops <laughs> uh bad prediction for me here i guess oops <laughs> no man you're, you're on a good path uh, but uh, you know many no music theory at all uh, <laughs> yeah music theory isn't i never practice my scales <laughs> okay that's actually that's actually quite sad because i i wrote you that list and i said you yes. have to practice your scales yes man i I'm just practice them by playing i don't know interstellar where there are like okay arpeggios. yeah that's fine that's acceptable <laughs> yeah i i want to get um, into that more and more now like to play together with others and stuff that's easier like that and, yeah but yeah back to you <laughs> yeah what i wanted to say is that you know without deliberate practice and without focusing on actually improving and not just going through the reps because you know just going through the reps is important and if you want to work out uh, the first few months it's going to be just showing up at the gym and doing some exercises so that your brain your body gets used to it but after some time you really have to focus on your technique hmm. and especially in something when it comes to like the gym 
having the wrong technique can really be detrimental to your health and can actually be quite dangerous if you don't know what we you're doing have to and do don't an know episode about the gym or sports oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure so i think and james clear said that and i'm i'm kind of stealing that from your notes now uh, <laughs> uh, that habits yeah that habits <laughs> plus deliberate practice equals mastery and that is true for whatever you're trying to do and of course when it comes to like the gym or piano playing there may, may be more deliberate practice involved than let's say reading because you hopefully already know how to read and there isn't so much that you can improve other than maybe your reading speed which (laughs) well speed is not everything at least that's what i noticed in school because i'm kind of a slow reader (laughs) yeah same I'm, i'm pretty slow actually i know people who you know i i maybe finish with with like half of the page and they're all already done i'm like okay wait yeah how <laughs> how, how do you actually retain the information like yeah but that's I often I like was... that's often like the problem they i guess they only s- skipped like many parts just paid attention to some single words there <laughs> and like the very detailed information they can't recall at least that's what i noticed yeah, that's true. But maybe also, but also maybe there are like have an eidetic memory and stuff. They have like just that photo of their page in their mind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, possible. Ah, reading faster um, would be nice. <laughs> I, I remember when I was younger, I actually read much faster than I do now. Mm-hmm. But because I kind of took a break for I don't know how many years of reading, uh, for some for a few years I didn't actually read that much. I think I kind of lost that ability to read fast and mm. still retain all the information. And maybe I'm just getting old and my brain just doesn't <laughs> want to oh, <laughs> retain yeah. the information anymore. <laughs> and that's why I have to read a little bit slower. Um, but I've noticed um, now that I've picked up reading again for <laughs> a bit yeah. over a year, um, it's, I, I think I, I get better at it. I think I... I'm getting a, a, a little bit faster and a little mm. bit more efficient, let's say. But damn, like reading, like at the more or less normal speed, is actually like something very difficult to do. Um, like if you think, if you compare it to sheet reading music, for example, which <laughs> could be more or less the same. Like I, I don't know. That's such a huge struggle and. It's, I guess, something you have to, like, be consistent with and also, like, learn from young on. And, yeah, <laughs> at least that's yeah. also what I noticed um, with the Japanese writing system there. <laughs> Reading fast is, like, impossible. <laughs> not be, yeah. not uh, because it's uh, the writing system, but because I'm a foreigner who's learning it with, I don't know, like, 19 years old, uh, 19 years old now. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah well so yeah okay i guess um adapt habits but also um like combine them with reflection and review and yeah just say conscious about them like apply that goldilocks rule thing there because then you'll not only like stay motivated but you'll also be like reflective still about what you're yeah, doing for sure <laughs> for sure I, I think to summarize we could say that habits good habits are a superpower yes <laughs> and bad habits are probably detrimental 
and oh wow really life up. <laughs> <laughs> i know man really original and unexpected yeah. no but saying here yeah no true true like oh some some last point i want to bring in like if you okay, if sure. you improve by one percent every day in the year like 1.01 to the power of 365 then at the end of the year you'll be around 38 times better than you were at the beginning of the year if you on yeah. the other hand um like decrease your productivity or um adapt bad habits and like get one percent worse every day of the year so 0.99 to the power of 365 then at the end of the year you will like just have three percent of your actual <laughs> of, of the initial like output capacity left like then you yeah three point you will pretty much pretty much be at zero yeah yes. you'll pretty much just go go to zero and at some point you know it's going to be very hard you'll be to, to get back up man yeah to get back up. <laughs> man my english to get back up again okay there it yeah, is so <laughs> either get uh, rid of bad habits or adapt new habits i guess <laughs> yeah and also maybe you know focus on even though i know it's hard and i'm not i'm not you know listening to my own advice here <laughs> but i've noticed that it's it's hypocrisy it's much more efficient yeah a little bit but it's much more efficient to actually imp try to implement habits one by one and oh yes definitely definitely <laughs> because you may be able to keep it up for a month if you're really disciplined that's the problem that with realize, new year's resolutions yeah yeah we've talked about talked about that so yes one of the first episodes the episode. i think it was yeah. actually the first real episode we did that's nice yeah it was it was oh man <laughs> we came it a long way three months up. four months ago <laughs> four months yeah damn four months and like 14 episodes isn't it yeah probably episodes. oh damn wow nice. yeah like that's true like that's one of our habits to persistently like upload every week or record every week <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's pretty easy because you know uh, we are kind of accountability partners to yes. each other yes. and there's no real way that we can like make any excuses not to do it this week um, because yeah we spent money on our equipment <laughs> yeah exactly man i want to i want to get my money back <laughs> no, just kidding we've seen zero cents so far <laughs> but yeah. we're not doing it for profit we're just doing it for fun and to share our exactly yeah to share our insights and if the in my exactly. Side. If the profits, if, <laughs> if the profits come one day, I mean, then I'll happily embrace them. Gladly accept them. Yes. <laughs> but up until oh, yeah. then, yeah, it's just real fun and kind of forcing ourselves to organize our thoughts and our insights and to also practice speaking English, which you know is definitely useful. Very nice. And yeah, alrighty. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, more or less, sum up, we did that already, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think we did that. Yeah, habits are important. Accountability partners. Good habits are good, yeah. <laughs> bad habits are bad. <laughs> yeah, Just make it that. obvious, attractive, <laughs> satisfying, and easy. And I guess if you really if you really are into adapting new habits, just read James Clear's books here. 
uh, James Clear's oh, book yeah. here. Um, no sure. advertisement here. We don't get any money of that. <laughs> but if you want to sponsor yes. us, James, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but Black Series right now, that I think it's one of the best books about how to effectively adapt new habits or get rid of old habits. Yes. For sure. For sure. One of the top right. three, I guess, for me. <laughs> books. So far. Yeah, same. <laughs> All righty. I think we can wrap it up now. Yes, definitely. Yes, it was a pleasure, as always. Great talk. Great discussion. Yes. And for you guys, I hope you enjoyed it as much as uh, we did. <laughs> and see you next week. Yeah, bye leave bye. a review or a comment or whatever. <laughs> down in the description bye